we're in a pleasure deficit, we're touch deprived, we're in a nature deficit. The disconnection of our inner and outer natures. I lost sight of who I am. Welcome. This is Dr. Elizabeth Horansky Beck in her inaugural live streaming from her one of her many business pages. And I am so excited to introduce Virio today. Oh my goodness. Pleasure Coach Virio, welcome. Pleasure Coach Virio is an expert in sacred femininity. And she has been empowering women to feel confident in their female bodies since 2008. And uh, you might wonder why Dr. Elizabeth Horansky Beck, an eye doctor for her career, is welcoming with open arms Virio into this space. And the reason is, is because Virio is a shame buster. And believe it or not, many visual issues are issues within our tissues. And as we go deep inside and release from the level of our cellular structure, our vision, our eyesight actually shifts. And I'm not pretending about this. In my 33 year plus career as a holistic optometrist, I've got some stories to tell, but this is not about me today. So let's dive right in, Virio. How are you doing today? I am doing awesome, wonderful. It's a new day, a beautiful new day. Thank you so much. The honor and the pleasure of being with you and all of your people. And I love what you offer. And I love, I especially appreciate your authenticity, your grace, and your, I'm going to call it sort of deep, wise, mystical, powerful presence in this moment. Well, I, well, I guess it's, it's true that I do like to be amongst those who are part of our mutual admiration society. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that and nothing to apologize about. So, gee, how about, how about if you tell us a little bit about your journey on a general level in a way that maybe some people that I've worked with that are interested in eyesight might be interested in. What, you know, what is the connection between being connected with your inner self and your vision? Because I certainly have been working with vision in a much broader sense than most people generally understand it. And I know that we have a tremendous amount of overlap in our approach to facilitating shifting in people's awareness. So how, how, how did you come to this? Were you born with it? <laughs> well, I think we're born with everything. Michelangelo says he did not sculpt David. He says he simply chipped away all that was not David. So I think I was born this way, like all of us with our gifts, but I just, I couldn't see them. <laughs> I couldn't see them because I had too much blocking my view, blocking my vision. And so I think for me, and, and maybe some of your listeners can relate to this, for most of my life, I was looking outside of myself for that approval. And 
I was not even conscious of it. You know, as women, especially as women, we're so programmed to look for being selfless and serving others and, you know, as mothers, as employees, as partners, as members of a community, we often are, are literally programmed as a young girl that to be a good girl, <laughs> we need to make everybody else happy. And I don't know about you, but that lie didn't work so well for me because at the end, I, I lost Vireo. Like I lost sight of who I am. And the sad part of that is when we lose sight of ourselves and our own connection with source, whatever you want to call that infinite mother, father, God universe, when we lose sight of our own connection with that and our own connection within ourselves, and when we're looking outside of ourselves for who we are, everybody loses. The world loses. Yes, we're more easily manipulated and controlled. It's not really a very just, happy, beautiful place on the planet to be in. We're seeing evidence of that right now in many forms. And so the more, you know, I had many sort of, my, one might call them breakdowns, depending on your perspective. They were always breakdowns that moved into breakthroughs, right? If we look at nature, beaver medicine is coming to me. So, you know, beaver is often criticized because beaver goes in and takes down a whole bunch of trees and lots of people on who live near where I'm blessed to live in a cabin in Northern Alberta on a lake. And a lot of people are not happy with beaver because beaver is seen as destructive. Yet there's a lot of plants and a lot of growth that would not happen in the forest if it wasn't for beaver. And then there's some trees that are allowed to grow stronger because now they're not fighting and competing with other ones. And there's the new undergrowth that comes. So sometimes in our lives, things need to be destroyed or moved out of the way so that we can call on that new growth in our lives. So a lot of breakdowns. And four years ago in particular, about four and a half, I was sitting on the, the deck of my cabin, actually probably kneeling, bent over. And I had been in a soul sucking job that was no longer my path. I learned some things coming there and a relationship had just ended. And my mom was dealing with, with cancer at the time. And I completely lost Furio again. <laughs> it was like, the second, it's like, oh, this is a familiar place at a different level. I had been giving away the power of responsibility for my happiness, my joy, my pleasure, even like everything in my life to the men in my life, whether it was a boss or a partner. And I suddenly had this moment where I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> and when I prayed and sat, which is part of why I'm wearing my crown today, the message when I asked, you know, help me, like help me universe, God, whoever's out there, mother, father, God, if somebody's there, can you help me? The message was be sovereign. And I'm like, be sovereign. What does that mean? <laughs> but it was like my soul knew. Yeah, that means be whole, find your own wholeness. And so I dove deep in for 13 months and didn't date anybody, wasn't with anybody else. And a lot of, I had a lot of inward time and solitude in my cabin by the lake. And so it helps me to go within and to see more with the third eye, right? To see what I'd not been willing to see up until then. And that was kind of the beginning point of another new beginning of Vireo coming home and seeing what was important in my life. That's a very long answer to your question. <laughs> That's really interesting to me because when I begin working with my people, those that are attracted to me, at least in the past, 
have been mostly attracted, not because of our third eye, not because of the beingness of our connection to source, but because of our two eyes, the physical structures of our self that many of us think that we are familiar with. But the truth is that like you spoke of, in our culture at this moment in time, there's a huge amount of disconnection and dissonance between our physical being and the rest of ourselves. And so I begin with people generally with their eyeballs. And the eyeballs, I think of them as receptor organs. If you think of my hands as my eyeballs and my arms as the optic nerves and then my body as my brain, the eyeballs are the receptor organs for the brain, for the visual pathway, for the upper and lower visual cortex, and as the receptor organs. And yes, I'm biased, but yes, it's true. The highest level of integration of the senses, the integration of vision and audition and taste and smell and sight. And it is as one. And then we speak of the chakra system, the third eye, the cosmos, and it is all that we are all one. Normally, I reserve this sort of conversation for my Enlivening Consciousness Facebook page or my Embodied Vision Facebook page. But today is a momentous occasion where we are bringing together two perceptions of different modalities, the virio modality and the Alyssa modality. Whereas we are starting in these moments in time to flex our wings and bring ourselves into the oneness of what creation is, was, always was meant to be. And so I love how you are relating what's going on in our culture to the disconnection and the way I see it is the disconnection of our inner and outer natures. And I see it in my profession as a blocking of eyesight. I see it as nearsightedness. I see it as farsightedness. I see it as astigmatism. I see it as presbyopia, also known as old age vision, or I see people wanting a quick fix. I see them wanting eyeglasses or contact lenses or have the corneas of their eyes lasered or cut to repair them. And these things are external because we are the people behind our eyes, our souls. And so I know I have a piece of paper here somewhere with some notes about what questions I was going to ask you, but maybe you could speak a little bit more to the coming home to self-love from a pure place of understanding of what our physical bodies are and how that relates to it's just coming out, the cosmos, and the shift, the great turning that we're in the midst of in these amazing moments that I personally am very excited about, which is very different from some of the people that I'm surrounded by. Yeah, you know, what's coming to me, and, and I'm 
always end up <laughs> still talking about this, even though it's such a taboo subject, but we live on a planet where our pleasure and our bodies are often such a, a taboo subject. And yet all that you're talking about, even with our, our vision, is if we ignore the body, the repercussions show up everywhere, right? We had to ignore, ignore the body. And I'm not sure exactly your question might. <laughs> I guess, let me reframe it a little bit because I know that you do talk a lot and work with people in the area directly and laser focused on sexuality. That's not what I am asking about. I am not asking about personal sexuality when we are with a partner. I am asking about the connection of ourselves, our whole body, the whole entity of our connection to Mother Earth and Father Sky and to the cells of ourselves before we can then relate with the others. So I'm asking you perhaps to dig deep and speak about this in a way that the people that I work with will relate. So, and it maybe it's selfish on my part, I'm not sure, but what I'm asking for is not to dive deep right now, perhaps into what your micro niche is in sexuality, in the way that our culture has defined it. I'm asking you, Virio, how have you, what do you do to heal yourself on a daily basis? What are your routines that you can share with us? How you love yourself globally, physically, daily, so that we can have some clues about how to take care of ourselves. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, ultimately, we need to go within ourselves because we can't have with another what we can't have with our own selves if we're constantly searching outside of ourselves. So for me, that, you know, four years ago when I had that mental, emotional, nervous breakdown, I really took it as an opportunity to go deep into myself and, and find out, you know, what is my soul and my body? What are they calling me to right now? Because we want to ultimately, we want to have alignment, right? Our body and our mind and our soul, because when they're in conflict, we end up stressed. And when we're out of stress, we have too much adrenaline pumping through our bodies. I had a lot of adrenaline pumping through my body at that time. I was over giving, overworking, you know, trying to be super mom, super woman, super <laughs> employee. And we pay a high cost when we do that, right? So one of my teachers, you know, some of the things you said, the issues are in the tissues, right? So it's time to, the body never lies, right? So in, I think it was Dr. Ah, trying to remember his name. Anyway, the book is called Younger Next Year, read it a long time ago. And he says that a couple of things. One, he says that 70% of dis-ease is because we're sedentary. We're not moving our bodies. And I would go further to say, we're not moving the energy in our bodies becomes in a lot of uh, Eastern culture, they talk about it as our life force energy, our chi, our prana, the kundalini energy. So what happens is when the energy gets shut down, it can't move. And so we want to have that life force energy moving through all of our chakras, which are the energy centers in our body. And when we have healthy life force energy flowing, then we have healthier mind, body, soul, all of our organs. And, you know, 
pleasure is a key part of that, right? When we listen to our body, pleasure and pain are actually two sides of the same coin. So when we shut down and we numb pain, we end up numbing pleasure. So in order to open to more pleasure and joy and connection with our body, connection with source, we actually need to feel the pain too. A big part of for me was, was slowing down, go slow to go fast, right? And diving deep into my body because our bodies, as you know, with the eyes, they're showing us the way, they're showing us the wisdom. And if we stop and go inward and listen and pay attention to what is outwardly there and look inwardly for some of the answers, the body will tell us, right? So I started, you know, slowing down, paying attention to what I was eating, doing things that were more pleasurable for my body. I do a simple prayers and meditations in the morning. I have a sacred pleasure practice that I designed. It was a partner practice. And with my women I work with, I designed it into a personal practice. I work with Qigong as well. I got a Qigong workout in the morning, some shaking practices. So really to get the energy flowing, the life force energy, which in Younger Next Year, he talked about how you know, we want to be moving our bodies. We want to be having the life force energy moving. And I would say, ideally, we want to do that even better is to do it in nature. Because so I started to be in nature more. I'm blessed to live in a cabin by the lake in paradise in northern Alberta, Canada. And so when we're in nature, instead of having so much adrenaline moving through our body, you will start to naturally have more endorphins and oxytocin and the neurotransmitter of pleasure, which is dopamine, because your nature has, we're, we are of nature. And I think we, when we try to live separate from nature, we pay a high price. So when we get, even just being in nature, we'll start to reset the brain. And when the brain can reset and be calmer and it calms our parasympathetic, then the body can naturally heal. And I'm sure you use some of that in your practices as well with women and, and men and with their eyesight and children. And of course, being in nature, I'm sure you can talk about, you know, what that does to the eyes too. What we see is beauty and, and beauty is nourishing to the eyes. So I was surrounding myself with beauty. I was doing things that filled me up, filled me to overflow so that I could give from that overflow rather than trying to give from an empty cup. So on that note, do you have a five or 10 minute practice to offer us that maybe you practice or maybe you're creating in this moment. Because part of what I teach and share in my courses is that every 20 minutes, it's time to take a 10 minute rest break, especially if you're in front of the computer. So is there something you might wanna share with us? And if not, there's something I could share but I would love to put the ball in your court to share with us a relaxing, perhaps coming back to self and connection with the universe practice. And, and the, the viewers, the listeners should know that Virio and I did not rehearse this at all. And so we are being spontaneous and our mutually sprouting authentic selves here. Yeah, there's probably many practices I could do. I think the practice that's coming to me, which is a very, very simple practice. And I give credit to Thich Nhat Hanh. Thich Nhat Hanh, who's a Buddhist monk. I love all of his books and all of his teachings. It, and this is often when I, I gift myself in the morning. It's a 
beautiful mindful practice. So if those who are listening, you just want to come into stillness for a moment. So this is a practice I often give to myself in the morning or even in the evening when I'm going to bed or throughout the day. And it's just simple following the breath. So just coming, if you're sit, you could be sitting right now, you could lay down if you want. And placing one hand on your belly and one hand on your heart. And just start to, I like to just begin with sort of scanning from the top of my head as I breathe in through the nose and out through the mouth. When we breathe in through the nose, it's more calming to our system. And exhaling out the mouth and sometimes I'll make a little sound. And just scanning from the top of your head all the way down through your neck, your throat, your shoulders. And I just notice any, where is my body relaxed? Where is there contraction? Noticing if there's any pleasure or pain or energy. Noticing it without judgment, continuing to breathe in through the nose, out through the mouth. And then going down through the chest. And just like you're just scanning and you can use your eyes actually inside. Your eyes are actually moving. I like to close my eyes and then look right and look left, look right and look left, which is a good exercise for your eyes as well as you're doing this practice um, and I'm sure you can expand upon that after but just moving scanning your eyes right and left inside as though you're just noticing with no judgment and then moving down into your belly moving your eyes right and left and just scanning Kind of like listening and paying attention to the body. Breathing in through the nose, out through the mouth. And then all the way down, connecting with your spine. And down, tailbone. And then down your legs. And letting the energy go follow all the way down into Mother Earth. It's almost like you've got roots, a tree trunk coming out the base of your spine and out your feet and your legs and let it on your exhale go deep down into Mother Earth. And a low sound will drop you deeper into the earth. One more time, a deep breath in through the nose and out with a sound. Ah. And then, beautiful. We're going to follow the breath for a moment. And I'm going to guide you with my words. And then at a certain moment, I'm going to be quiet. I'm going to invite you to follow my words. And then at one point, you're going to just allow these words internally within yourself. It's a simple Breathing in, I'm aware of my body. Breathing out, breathing out. 
and listening to my body. Breathing in, I'm aware of my body. Breathing out, I'm listening to my body. Breathing in, I'm aware of my body. Breathing out, I'm listening to my body. I'm just going to allow you to, on your own, for three breaths, saying in your head, breathing in, I'm aware of my body. Breathing out, I'm listening to my body. And seeing if as you do this, you can relax your body even more with each exhale, dropping deeper into Mother Earth as you exhale. And then on the next exhale, bringing both hands to your lap. And you can scan your body again, moving your eyes to the right, to the left. And start from the top of your head, from your crown, and just slowly going down through your neck, your shoulders, your chest. So your spine, your organs, and your belly area, and your sitting bone on the earth if you're sitting, base of your spine if you're standing, and scan down your legs, down into Mother Earth, and then blinking your eyes. Rubbing your hands together, getting some chi going, and then placing them on your eyes. This is beautiful to rest your eyes. I'm sure you offer this with your clients. And it brings pleasure, the simple pleasure, and then releasing them slowly. And especially on the computer lots, it's really important to give the eyes a break from that and then bringing them down to your lap again. And, and yeah, so that's a simple practice you can begin anytime. You just, you know, if you get a little bit outside of yourself, it can just drop you a little more inward. And so anybody watching live, be curious to know in the chat, you know, what did you notice before the practice and what were you more aware of? after the practice and it doesn't need to it doesn't require a lot of time it can be literally you know a couple minutes and it will just I love to do it during transitions as well sometimes I'll do a shaking practice and then I'll do a stillness shaking just break up the energy if especially if you've been sitting stagnant chi stagnant energy and then coming into stillness and quieting the mind and going within so yeah love to know the listeners if what did you notice after the practice in your body? Virio, that was of? so beautiful. And I feel so much more relaxed, especially knowing that we are 
live and my adrenaline, my fight or flight was in more awareness, we can say, than usual, because for those of you that do these kinds of things, we wind up often in our sympathetic nervous system. And I just have to, you know, give you a huge shout out because I'm teaching a course starting on April 11th about comfortable computer eyesight. And the last thing that you did, which is a version of what, what's called palming, is something that is very large and prominent in the course. So this is a, a little bit of a, of a teaser around that. But um, I wanted to ask you, is there anything else you want to share before we learn about what sorts of offerings you have and how we can bring people to you, to find you and to work with you? Yeah, I think what I would say is that, you know, we are on a planet where pleasure and the body is still a very taboo subject. And the sad part about that is that pleasure is actually medicine and it's actually vital medicine. So when we're actually you know, touching our bodies, and I'm just talking even like simple touch, especially, you know, people, so many people right now are in isolation, and I don't know what the rules are where you are, but there's a lot of people that aren't having contact, and we need, they say, I don't know who they is, but the researchers say we need four hugs a day for survival, eight hugs a day for maintenance, 12 hugs a day for growth. Well, I've been talking to some of my friends who are single, not in partnership, and don't have children, and they're alone and they're not allowed to touch people and they're having a mask on and it's like it's not healthy you know so it's just such a paradox right now but we won't go down that <laughs> that rabbit hole so any of you who are listening you know if you are in that situation where you're single and you're on your own and you can't you know maybe you only have a couple people in your life that you can have physical contact with and it's maybe not very often then we have to find ways to dive even deeper into, you know, self-massage and touch so that we can calm our system, our nervous system, and have more access to our parasympathetic so that we don't have so much adrenaline pumping through our bodies. And we are not meant to have adrenaline pumping through our bodies. I mean, if you look to nature, the fight, flight, freeze is for occasionally when a tiger is there and you have to run fast or you have to hide and you know we stop breathing as humans we hold our breath but no animal in nature ever holds its breath they actually will start breathing more they'll start panting so you know even if you're in relationship i would say most people are touch deprived right now we're in a pleasure deficit we're touch deprived we're in a nature deficit you know, we even had parks were closed for a while. You couldn't even go to a park. So do what you can to nourish yourself in ways that feed the calming of the body, right? So touch yourself, be in nature, eat foods that are more alive to nourish your body. You know, Unfortunately, I've experienced this too when we're in isolation and the fridge is full. We might sometimes fill ourselves up from the outside when we're hungry for nourishment on the inside. So using the breath to calm yourself, 
And maybe before you reach for the food, that's not maybe the best choice to really just see what, what is my body needing right now? What do I need? And, you know, in an ideal world, it would be not have that food, maybe the bag of chips or junk food that's not so healthy, not even have it in the house, but that isn't always the reality when people go shopping and they're hungry and they're feeling empty, we can often fill up from the outside. So, you know, maybe even make a list of what are the things that fill you up in a healthy way or that nourish you from the inside. So meditation, prayer, walking, dancing, being in nature. Nature is always, for me, nature is always my go-to. I will always feel more calm and filled up when I go to nature. It's, there's beauty around us. Surround yourself with beauty. Beauty is beautiful to drink in through our eyes and will nourish our eyes. So I think that would be, my heart especially goes to, uh, to people who are living alone right now. So do things that give you those 12 hugs a day somehow for you so that you can be in a place of growth, not just survival. Yeah. So for those that are watching on Facebook, you know, put in the comments, what are two things on your list or three things that you're going to bring into your conscious awareness today? That's such a great idea. And um, just knowing that we will, Virio and I will go back and comment on Facebook, but we're, we're not, we don't have a wing woman or a wing man or a wing person with us today. So we don't have somebody working Facebook, but we will be there afterwards. Yeah. So what, what do you have? What, what's going on? What if I want to work with you? How do I, how do I find you? I am Pleasure Coach Virio. So that's one way to find me on Facebook. Uh, it's also my website. And then the other, if there's, there's women out there, sorry guys. However, men, I promise you, if your women work with me, that they will come home to you more filled to overflow, more themselves. You will just, and they will ripple that out to you. So I do have an event this weekend, actually. Okay, I just want my husband to put a thumbs up if he's listening. <laughs> it's funny because I've had some women, you know, in my, when we were all meeting in person back in the day, <laughs> in the olden days, I've had some women, sometimes they're tired and, oh, I don't know if I'm going to go tonight. And their husbands are like, no, go, go. <laughs> please, can I, can I help you? Do you need anything? So a couple of my friends that have come and worked with me, it's funny, their husbands are like, we encourage her to go. We know that when she comes home, she will be more herself and she will be happier and more radiant and she will have more love to give me from the overflow. So this weekend I have a special event that what happened was I actually had the event last weekend and the nine women who were there had such deep healing and transformation and they wanted more and they wanted to tell their friends. So I am this weekend offering, it is, it's not for everybody. I'm going to tell you it's, it's for people who are ready to do the work. I'm not going to do the work for you. I will support you in practices that will help you to dive deep and to excavate some gems so that you can be more empowered moving forward. But, and it does require that you show up fully. So if you, this is not for somebody who wants to be fixed. This is for somebody who wants to come in, get some tools, work with the tools, feel supported in a like-minded sisterhood. So it is called rebirth your feminine, become your own heroine. And I, I'm playing with the word heroine for a couple of reasons. You know, one is the female version of hero and so many 
places we're always hearing masculine versions of words. So I purposely use heroin, even though that word has been misused in many ways. But the reason I use it as well is when we're actually our own heroines and we're filled to the overflow from the inside out, then we don't need to go to those other heroines, drugs, sex, alcohol, unhealthy relationships, drama, overeating, overshopping, overspending. So you will have an opportunity with the practices I guide you through to transform some of the trauma in your life that has been, here's the, re the reality is if we don't change some of those old beliefs and those fears, they will keep running us in the background. It's like a virus in your computer, right? If you don't deal with it, you can't just keep ignoring it. Eventually the system crashes, right? And so if we numb it and we numb it and we silence it and then eventually we get the cosmic sledgehammer from the universe, right? So if you're just sick and tired of being sick and tired and feeling numb and disconnected from your body, disconnected from pleasure, and you want to transform some of those traumatic moments so that you can restory them, so that you can regain your own power from within rather than control over or power over from those situations, we're going to make some lemonade out of some lemons and it's pretty powerful work it's pretty deep work and i promise you though that you will be held by a sisterhood you will be held by me we'll walk you through the process we're always together it's a very small group of women that we keep intimate enough so nobody gets lost we're all together there and in the end you will start to integrate and have the gifts excavated from those times in your life so that you can feel more confident as a woman. You can start to access more pleasure, more connection with that deeper part of yourself. And you can start to feel, it's not so much control, but it's more, more in the flow and not fighting <laughs> your life so much. So if that calls to you and you want to reclaim your birthright to pleasure, I can put the link or give the link to you. Uh, Elisa, and you can put it in the um, comments and, and people can check that out. And because you're listening and you're part of this group and part, if you want to share it with your group, I am going to offer, th there is a, a financial investment. It is 97 Canadian. However, for the U.S., that's even better for those of you in the U.S. However, because you are a friend of Elisa's here today, and I hope I'm pronouncing your name right. It's Alyssa. So um, it's, a, it's Alyssa. And I was saying Alyssa before, but then we connected with a, a mutual friend that we should have. And she was saying Alyssa. So then I thought I was wrong. And then I, so Alyssa, I was correct the first time. We are new connections here. All right. So I apologize for that. Well, because this is just part of the story of my life. If you are connected with, and you're listening to this, then with Alyssa, then you can have a 50% off coupon and we'll put that in. I'm offering it to the first nine women who register. So that is available to you as well. And I really, I would do that because I just want you to have access <laughs> to more your, more your own confidence. Because I know that as women, I think the Dalai Lama said <laughs> that Western women are going to change the world. I would say women who are full of themselves, who know how to fill themselves up from the inside out, those are the Western women who are going to change the world. So if you want to be one of those Western women who are more fulfilled, uh, it's not going to be instant this weekend. It's going to be a process. However, you're going to have some tools that are going to help you move forward with being more of your best self.
That is so beautiful. And I just want to take a few more minutes to do some weaving and some cross-pollinating. And I definitely am going to be looking for your link that you'll drop in the Facebook page um, that we're streaming live on right now. And we'll share that around. And I just wanted to say that you speak my language. We speak the same language. And we have really literally just been conversing like this for the past week or so. And in the area that I work in, in my specialty of natural vision improvement, you know, I serve highly motivated, mostly women at this point, but everybody who want to step into their harmonious selves so that they can perform at their highest potential and so that they can be more focused physically and spiritually and mentally and with my background as a spiritual nutrition counselor, I advise about, you know, I'll put it out there, baby, if you want to reverse your chronic illness, your, your diabetic retinopathy, no, no guarantees, but I've seen it over and over again, the changes that happen in the back of your eye from diabetes, from high blood pressure, from lots of all kinds of chronic illnesses that are caused by inflammation. And so the depth and breadth of what we do is such an overlap that the cross-pollination I'm saying out loud here and now on record in more than one place and live is that stay tuned everybody because Viria and I have some things up our sleeves in terms of weekend long retreats. So pay attention because we would, and I'm going to say this out loud, and if she disagrees, she can just speak now or forever hold her truth. We intend a at least one weekend workshop before the end of this calendar year, 2021. And so that gives us, that gives us several seasons, and we may surprise ourselves and be doing more than, than one retreat this year. So thank you, Virio, for being here. We will look for your links what is your private Facebook group if we were interested in stepping into some of your, your free wisdom? Do you have an offering there as well? Yes, I do. Sacred Pleasure Path Sisterhood. Sacred Pleasure Path Sisterhood. And I could put it in the comments. And women just need to make sure they answer the three questions and agree to the group rules. You might have to scroll a bit. And, and that's really just so that we create a safe and sacred space so that all women can feel vulnerable to show up in their authenticity sacred pleasure past sisterhood there's lots of free offerings on that as well and i have a, i have a flirty fun friday and this month we're focusing on the five senses might have to have you as a guest i love what you are offering and supporting for women in their body health and their vision and their whole whole health and how it connects to their i just want to repeat that if people are interested in joining uh, virio's private group that's free for some of her amazing wisdom, make sure that you put those words in a sacred pleasure path sisterhood. Do I have it right? And then you, some questions will come up. Make sure that you answer the questions. It doesn't have to be a paragraph. It can be a sentence or even probably a word. And then after you answer those three questions, you'll be admitted to the group. I also have a group, many of you are in the group, some are not, it's called Sprouting Authenticity. It is on Facebook. Virio is one of the brand newest members. And again, when you put Sprouting Authenticity in that Facebook search bar, 
you go over there and there are three questions to answer. And in that case, you also need to scroll down to check off the tick off the box that where you agree to the terms. Do you have that as well, Virio? Yes. Okay, so so I'm hoping and praying and intending that some of you who are on live and some of you that are coming in to Facebook on the replay where you put hashtag replay um, and let us know that you'll step into our groups and follow each of us and watch the development of how we create the most amazing retreat that's gonna be hitting the planet this year. Thank you, thank you again, Virio. It's been a pleasure and the secret is I haven't been saying your last name because I don't know how to pronounce it. So before we close, how do you pronounce your last name? Well, it's a Finnish last name. So in Finland, they would say Karvonen because N-E-N means the family of, so the family of Karvo. But we, you know, in Canada, we say Karvonen. Okay, Karvonen, Karvonen, Virio Karvonen. Does that have anything to do with the beautiful crown on your head? <laughs> That's just me owning my authenticity and my sovereign self and having fun. <laughs> well, thank you for sprouting forth with us. And we're going to sign off now and have a beautiful, blessed, amazing day from our hearts to yours and circling the world directly from source. Bye-bye.